Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, May 24th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we have some texts that come to us celebrating Pentecost, which was this past Sunday. But before we get into that, let us begin with prayer. Let us pray. Holy God, may your spirit descend upon each one of us. May it indwell in each of us. And may it change each one of us. And we pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to this passage from Galatians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 7, and then skipping over to chapter 5, verses 16 through 26. <clears throat> My point is this. Heirs, as long as they are minors, are no better than slaves, though they are the owners of all the property. But they remain under guardians and trustees until the date set by the Father. So with us. While we were minors, we were enslaved to the elemental spirits of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law so that they might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fr fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Tara, Paul gives us these two kind of lists. We have the attributes of the flesh, and we have the list that comes from the Spirit. How are we to live a life that bears those fruits that come from the Spirit as opposed to those attributes that come from the flesh? You know what I noticed for the first time? That list of things of the flesh was way longer. 
Interesting. <laughs> it seemed to me I was like that. I did not remember that there were so many things there. Um, and I do know that he is describing kind of an orientation to the world that's about gratifying our instincts and desires rather than pleasing God. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wow, that's a that's a lot. That's a lot, Paul. Um, <laughs> you know, whenever I read about the fruit of the spirit, I guess I think a couple of things. One is that. So for Paul, if you are living your life to please God and you are living your life in such a way that you allow the Spirit to help you do the things you cannot do yourself, then this is the kind of person you will become. You will become a person of peace and of patience and of kindness and of generosity. And I think there have been times when I have seen that in people, people whose faith was so a part of who they were that this was just naturally a way that they walked in the world. Not all of us are able to achieve that, I think. (laughs) And so for me, I think this list is important because I need to practice love. I need to practice joy. I need to practice peace. All of those things, it's kind of like, I think for me sometimes I'm hoping that I can act my way into a new way of believing or thinking. Um, I also think that Paul probably doesn't care as long as you are, you know, living your life hope being guided by the spirit more than anything that was a lot a lot of stuff out of my mouth what do you think brett <laughs> well yeah you know it, when i read these the the longer list the list of the flesh uh, as you as you aptly pointed out you know it seems like most of those things come from those come from my default setting <laughs> if yeah. i am completely unaware totally. if i am just completely in my normal self which is naturally completely focused on my own ego, um, then those things come out so naturally. You know, anger comes out so easily. And your sorcery. And my sorcery (laughs) just exudes out when I'm unprepared. (laughs) But but it it comes out when when I'm unaware of what I'm doing. Like, I think one of the things, you know, driving, you know, if I am zoned out or whatever and someone cuts me off then anger is the initial response because it's like how dare you yep um whereas the fruits of the spirit you know it's all these things don't come from us they don't come out of us they come from the spirit and i think that that's very encouraging for me because on my own default setting none of those things come naturally to me but when i do meditate on the spirit and as you said there are people who i know meditate on the spirit far better and longer than i do and these things come out in their life mm-hmm. um, and i think that comes from from prayer and specifically choosing to do the very very difficult work of being aware of the spirit Yes, and I also want to, like, if I try to act in the world with love, joy, peace, and patience, I'm not willing that to happen. I am just saying that this is my aim. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you think of these, so if you think of all the things like envy and drunkenness on one end of a continuum and the fruit of the Spirit on the other, you know, the further you get to dissensions and quarrels, that's the farther away from God we get. Mm -hmm. And for me to really practice genuine love and joy, um, I have to have a real awareness of God and God's grace in my life. 
Um, I wish Paul had included gratefulness hmm. because to me that is the, I will tell you as a person who lived a life before knowing Christ and after, I don't think I ever felt gratitude until I knew who God was. Because, I mean, I was happy when I got things, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. But gratitude is that bone-deep knowledge that I know who I am, hmm. and I don't deserve any of it. Because hmm. on my own, I tend toward quarrels and dissensions and envy and drunkenness. Um, but yet God has graced me with goodness anyway. And hmm. so gratitude for me, I think, is always in my life one of the biggest fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, it's, that makes total sense. You know, that's, that's, that'd be a really interesting exercise for us to go through this list or for the listener to go through this list. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity. I always learned goodness instead of uh, ah, generosity. So yeah. I, I struggle with that. Generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, you know, which one for you points you towards God? Um, which one points you towards the spirit or gratefulness, as you mm-hmm. said? Because... <laughs> Similar to you, I mean, I think that the one that I fall back to is grace. You know, that's yeah. that's that's the one where when I see it working in my life is when I know that I'm listening to the Spirit. Totally. Yes, an awareness of grace for me means that in some way I'm always tuned in. Hmm. Um, I don't think this list is exhaustive, sure. right? I think um, Paul is being illustrative, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great list, right? <laughs> I mean, for me, I can remember um, at different points in my life feeling complete peace if I were to die early. Now, for me, now, I feel peace about what that'll be like for me. I really worry about my family, hmm. right, because I have children, and I don't want to leave them. That would be devastating. But I do experience these things at different times and in different ways. I'm terrible at self-control. I'll just go ahead and tell you that one. It's like, stop at one piece of cake, but why? But two are in front of me. (laughs) That's right. That's right. With that, let's close with a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, The Cost of Discipleship. He writes, Fruit is always the miraculous, the created. It is never the result of willing, but always a growth. The fruit of the Spirit is a gift of God, and only God can produce it. They who bear it know as little about it as the tree knows of its fruit. They know only the power of Him on whom their life depends. Mm. Amen. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you'll join us again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.